Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Michelangelo. Happy Friday. You can be the man or you can be the rookie. It's your choice. It's time for one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. I went through the A&G archives to find us some classic A&G. Now, as I've shared before, I like the slices of life that Joe and Jack do. I love those stories. Whether it's about their family or some special event that they went to or maybe some weird occurrence that happened in their personal lives, whatever the story may be, they were always very good at telling it. But I went way back to 2003. And I found a very sweet story that Joe Getty tells about his son. Now, in this clip, I believe his son is not even 10 years old. And it turns out that in the soccer league that Declan's playing in, he's going to be one of the oldest kids. That means he'll probably be able to outperform a lot of the younger kids. And uh, that would be different. That would be fun for him. At least that's what Joe thinks. But Declan thinks otherwise. What's fun about this clip is not only does Joe tell the story, but also we have a call from one of our longtime A&G fans, Basil. He is from Iraq, and he played soccer, and he gives Joe some advice. So let's go back to 2003. When Joe tries to steer Declan as far as playing the sport of soccer. So I, I had a bit of a dilemma last couple of days. My son, Big D 
is uh, he plays soccer, recreational soccer. He's not in one of those super competitive leagues where you spend thousands of dollars a year, spend all your time traveling and have a big equipment bag or anything. And you travel around in, a, in an SUV that you write on your dark windows in soap, Go Tigers Beat no. the Cougars? No, with all the kids' names on the uh, glass. No, don't do that. But he uh, he's, he's just, just young enough to play in under-10 soccer. Okay? And... Big D is he's a great kid. He's he's not he's not very fleet of foot. He's got the white man's disease pretty seriously. And soccer is a game all about running and speed. So he's finally the oldest kid in under ten soccer. And after struggling, he was finally going to have a year of success. Right. It's good to be on the the top end of those uh, those age breaks in anything. Right. And and he's had to work very hard to compete and 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 really be part of it and to be productive. And I was so looking forward to this year where he would be the man. Okay? Well, he's, he's, we're ready to get started, and the league organizer calls and says, hey, uh, Declan's going to be the only fifth grader on the team. Are you sure he doesn't want to play up to the under 12? So this opened up a whole can of worms. Now he's, it's pointed out to him, you know, all your friends are playing up. Maybe you ought to play up mm. in the, the older kid league and – and that really appealed to him, and and because same, his friends are there. Well, yes, friends are there, and and I started talking to him about. Well, this is your year to really have you know to be the man, don't you? You want to be the man? Just stick it to those little punks. That's right. Teach them what it's like to be on the bottom of the totem pole. These single digit kids. And so you know, he at one point, I and I feel bad about this. He was leaning toward playing up with his buddies, and I. I've seen him struggle, and I told him, "Listen, it's just my opinion. You can do whatever you want. Do you want my? If you want my opinion, I'll give it to you." And he didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, okay, well, that's fine." I said, hey, "You don't have to take my opinion." But finally, he said, "All right, all right. What do you think?" So I told him, "You know, this year, you're generally sh- as adults anyway. If somebody says to you." If you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. And they say nothing. They probably don't want your opinion. But I realize right. you're in a different relationship than right. He's my kid, and I own him. <laughs> So I said to him, you know, this year year to shine. You know, I think it'd be pretty cool for you scoring some goals and really having more confidence and everything like that. But I said, it's totally up to you. You decide whatever you want, and I'm cool with it. That's the last words. I'll speak on the subject. Do whatever you want. So I go down for my nap, and and, and Judy comes in. Three minutes later, says he's in his room. He's crying because he can't decide. Oh, then I felt bad. Then I felt bad. I felt like it put pressure on the kid, and I started thinking about it. Do I want him to score goals and have success for him or for me? Well, that's a question every dad, I think, has with the sports thing. Because he doesn't seem to care all that much. I thought about it, and I realized the kid just wants to run around, kick a ball, and have fun with his friends. And he doesn't particularly care whether he gets you know faked out of his jock and a kid scores a goal behind him mm-hmm. or not. And so we kind of left it up to him. That's interesting from his standpoint that I, because I, well, I don't know. I've always thought that, I've said this many times, because I was physically young for my age mm-hmm. all the time as a kid, I've always thought the idea of splitting up kids based on age is insane because we all age so differently. There are four or five years difference between kids sometimes at age 14, 15 years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and 12 and 13 you got little boys and you got young men. So to split it by age has always seemed crazy to me. Although, yeah. even if I had been given the choice, 
while from a competitive standpoint, I'd have loved to been, you know, down the lower group where I'd have been able to compete better, I would have felt pretty weird about it, I think. And, you know, I remember back to when I was 10, and I was a good baseball player, and they, they moved me up to the big boy league, which was super cool. I took great pride in that. I almost never played. I mean, I, I played a little, but I didn't play much. If I'd been in the little guy league, I'd have played like crazy and been the star. But then I remembered, to me at that age, it was all about being on the big field in the big uniform. Uh-huh. And so, you know, what we ended up calling the, the league registrars who take care of the signups and everything and get an idea of who's going to be on this team, who's going to be on that team, who's going to be coaching it and stuff like that. Help Big D decide. And just a sidelight about this time of year, the volunteers, and keep in mind, you yelling pain in the ass, youth sports parents, all these people are volunteering their time. It's clear that these people are starting to get a little bit like Bill Clinton when he was being impeached. They're really on edge. They've really had about enough. Right, I can imagine that. Questions and the calls and the complaints, because it can chew up an enormous amount of your time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take it from me, and I just like have coached and managed and dealt with that paperwork. 
But uh, so they gave us the info, and he's going to play up. He's going to play up with his buddies, and and you know what? So why do they separate the age at one specific point if practically everybody moves up earlier? They don't. No, Declan's young for his grade. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, he's oh, on. Okay, he's he's pretty young for his grade. So all of his it. buddies in about to be fifth grade. Are, are under 12ers. You know, I think my brother was in more or less that situation in Little League. I remember he was, at, at the end of Little League, he was like the oldest you could possibly be for Little League, and he just kicked ass, was on the all-star team, and he was bigger than everybody else. And... That's a good way to be. Sure, he enjoyed good it. Good way to be. How would you not? You know, I, I, I was a phenom as a little kid, a solid player in high school. Then toward the end of high school, I blew out my arm. I was no good anymore. So I started shaving really close, and I went back to the 14- to 16-year-old league as a 19-year-old and really had a lot of success. And it, <laughs> it, it helped my self-image really substantially. So sure. I would suggest that. Sure, why not? So is he moving into an age now where winning all of a sudden is kind of more important and mm. making sure the good kids play and that sort of thing? Is that is he there yet or not? My memory of preteen psychology is yeah, you do get a little more pride as a 11, 12-year-old than you had as an 8, 9-year-old. Well, and how about from even the, though it's reckless? And how about from the parents who are starting to think their kids going to Stanford on a soccer scholarship? See, or they're playing in the metro or the competitive okay. league. I get it. Mostly, although you still get a fair number of lunatic parents who who, who take it and kids for that matter who take it way too seriously. And I got to remind them, you're in the the fun league. You're in the this doesn't matter league. And you know what? And I don't mean to judge them too harshly, because as a coach, I had to remind myself of that regularly. But, oh, hey, Basil's on the line, who is not only a fine soccer player, but a coach himself. Hey, Basil. Good morning, gentlemen. Like me, a licensed soccer coach. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, he's, uh, I'm glad he made the right decision to play up. See, you're teaching him about life through soccer. And he needs to learn how to struggle. He needs to learn how to discipline himself. He well, needs to learn how to fit in life. I would say this. Life is like soccer exactly. in that I rarely scored <laughs> and learned a lesson. Well, you know, when I was in high school, I was one of the solid elite players. So whenever we had a pickup game, I'd take two, three good players and then pick up every untouchable that didn't, and nobody wanted to play with. Mm-hmm. We'd just spread them, and we had so much fun. And sometimes we beat the really good guys, you know, the, the same team that I played for. So it was fun, and it's, it, you know, you need, they need to get the opportunity to play with better players so they can just struggle. By the way, a few months ago I was driving. I happened to stop by, uh, by a schoolyard, and I happened to see you, my friend, coaching. Oh, I wasn't screaming at the kids, uh, was I? No, it was great. I love your authoritarian figure. I love your hands-on um, coaching. And I, I wore the Saddam uniform. You know, with the little girls. It was great. Um, oh, you saw me uh, coaching the girls. Yes, sir. Yes, that was a few months ago. You guys, you did a good job. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Do you wear the tight nylon shorts and, like, the coach's shoes and the whole thing? No, he was wearing this uh, sunglasses, you know. Uh, very, very hands-on coach. But I do have a question. Though. Not literally, by the way, so yeah. please don't call your attorneys. <laughs> I do, do have a question. Yes. Whenever the, the parents and the players weren't watching, I saw you do something that I, wasn't, I never incorporated in my own uh, coaching. Be happy you to share my secret. the goalpost and hit your head against it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I center myself, Basil. That's how I get my concentration back. All right, see you later. You know, those coaches' shorts are way too tight to, to have beers in the pockets. So I wear my soccer shorts, my loose Adidas soccer shorts. It's a good shorts. idea. And, you know, when I do start to take things too seriously, just take a little medicine. <laughs>
Well, I've been working with Joe for almost 23 years now. The one thing I know is that he is definitely a family man. As his kids grew up, he always had a story to share. And uh, this one I thought was relatable to a lot of parents. One of the fun things about me hosting this podcast is that I'm going through the A&G archive and finding stuff from way back. And um, it's just a weird reminder. I've been with the show for almost 23 years now. In this clip, Joe's son is like nine years old. And of course, he's a grown man now. And um, all of his kids have moved out of the house. And it's just, it's amazing how time flies when you're having fun. So even though that wasn't the wackiest or funniest clip, I guess it was just very sentimental to me. And I thought it would be good to share a piece that was almost 23 years old. So this week, I'm going to go through the archives and bring you something next week that's a little bit more wacky and offbeat. Thanks for joining me for one more thing. Until next week, well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.